This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Listen to this. <sighs> what? I don't know what that is. That's me uh-huh. taking in the smell of my new car that I bought. You bought a new car. I bought a new car, Tom. Well, how are you taking in the smell? It's the new car smell. That's how I'm doing this week. Yeah, but you're... Yeah. Uh, hey, Tim, how you doing this week? Does that answer your question? No, it still doesn't answer, because, I mean, I don't know how you'd smell it in here. Uh, Tom? We're not in your car. Uh, I'm so excited about it uh-huh. that I'm just smelling this car everywhere. Yeah. The, I don't have the car right. in my possession. I won't have it until March 8th. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they got to probably make it. No, no, I did a used. I bought a used car. Okay, why wouldn't you have it for, until March eighth, Tom? Uh huh. I'm actually very nervous. <laughs> okay, I bought this car on the internet. Okay, from a company that might be in bankruptcy. <sighs> so wait a minute, you you can't smell shit. You haven't even smelled this car. I know it's it's the royal smell, <laughs> okay. the royal new car smell. I mean, you know. If a car is new to you, it doesn't have that smell. I don't know what this car smells like. And no. this is part of my dilemma. Fear. You don't yeah. know if it's going to have the new car smell. I don't, I don't know if it's going to smell like, you know, feet. Yeah. Or French fries or something. Yeah. French fries would be okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like when I and got. And I suppose you'd like it if it smelled <laughs> like feet. You'd be like, but, hey, you want to start carpooling? <laughs> uh, I can't get out of the car yet, Tim. I'll meet you inside, though. <laughs> You never show up. <laughs> um, I feel like when I got my used car years ago now, they sprayed like new car smell in it. Yeah. But like, it was like a bad new car smell. That's the thing. You can't like replicate it. And uh, new car smell. You is, can't replicate that chemical smell with chemicals. Well, that's the thing. Like new car smell is probably damaging. It's off gassing. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. It's it's th- this uh, these plastic components just got made. Yeah. And they're still releasing smells. Yeah. You should it should air out for long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I'm yeah. Sure I'm they, sure everything's fine. <laughs> I'm sure as now far I'm as told like, I can't even have a stove in my house because that's killing me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, now I have to air out my car for six months before I can use it. Yes, true. I mean, that's why I bought uh, a used car, Tom. What? Tom, I bought it from one of these things. Uh, yeah, one of the like uh, online used car companies. Yeah, and they Carvago like, or something uh, like that. I don't want. I don't want to give them. But a something free, like yeah, that. Something yeah. like that. Carvago. You're you're <laughs> conflating a Trivago, which is a. Uh, tri- uh-huh. But like, Tom, I tried to buy a car from uh-huh. like a dealer from like well, a you used car. Trying to buy a car for me, Tom. My car is not for sale. Your car is not for sale because someone's going to steal it because of a TikTok meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that meme, I haven't been putting my club on my car oh, uh, really? for a while now because I think the memes died down. So yeah, I heard they're like uh, coming up with some sort of software update for the cars. Oh, really? So that, um, the so that you can't just steal Tom's steal car <laughs> challenge uh, yeah. doesn't work on it. Although, uh, the other day, somebody uh, on the other side of the block reported in our uh, Facebook group that uh, a car had, like, smashed into three parked cars. Mm. And uh, it reminded me of a time a car did that. 
to to me. Yeah, to your well, not to you, to your car, to my car. And I didn't find out until like three days later when I had to move it. And I'm like, yeah. what? I am. I don't remember parking on the sidewalk. Yeah, and having uh, a big part of my car dented in. <laughs> But it was at the time in your life. It was like, maybe I did do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, I better get it out of here. Um, yeah. No, that was when I went to the police station. The guy left me alone in the records room. I could have I could have gotten any records I wanted. Tom, that I was a, a honeypot. <laughs> Tim, he's like, I didn't expose who killed JFK. I could have. They had that in the Greenpoint. Presumably, yeah. of the New York Police Department. Yeah. I mean, the, the drawer was unlocked. Yeah. He told me, uh, uh, put your, the phone rang and he was like, put your finger here and keep my space, my spot. <laughs> and he wouldn't answer the phone. I'm like, what? <laughs> what it was doing? a test to see how honest you were. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this guy's, a, this guy's a freaking boy scout. Well, Let then, him go. Well, then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were, they, if you started snooping around, yeah. they'd be like, oh, they were hoping I was going to be a new criminal informant for them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. would you, when you buy a car online? Yeah, I've never done that. You but... type in like a type of car that you want, mm-hmm. and then it shows you all these pictures of cars, and they're like, right. "You want one of them?" And they all got prices on them. It's like, <laughs> it's like with any other yeah, website, just like buying something, yeah. and you click on it, and uh-huh. then they're just like, "Hey, this is what the car's like. Do you want it?" It's mm-hmm. like. A lot of money. Yeah. And you're like, I guess, can I see a thing? And they're like, yeah, here's a- <laughs> What do you mean, can I see? <laughs> <laughs> can I like see some more information? And they're like, sure. And they click you to this report where it's like, mm-hmm. and th- there's not a guy doing it. It's a yeah, website. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, uh, this is, I'm asking it. Like uh-huh. you ask Bing things, but yeah. it's not responding the way that Bing responds right. to you. Well, nobody does the way yeah. Bing does. Yeah. And so you click on it. And it's like, has this ever been in an accident? And we're like, no. It says like, it says like, no, this hasn't. And yeah, it has a like, winking emoji. Yeah. Well, okay. This yeah. piece of this PDF says it was never in an accident. <laughs> I guess it's good. And then they're like, they keep being like, come on, man. Do you want to buy this or what? <laughs> wow, it sounds like a pushy it's website. It's kind of pushy. Yeah. And it worked on me and my wife. Uh huh. And uh, then like. We realized we spent like a lot of money on a yeah. car, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I hope it comes. I, I, like, ho- I, I hope it turns on. D- exactly. <laughs> um, and one of our fussiest friends mm-hmm. bought a car this way. Okay, and that's the only way. Oh yeah, I know. I don't think he would object to me calling him fussy. Well, I don't know, Tim. This isn't a court of law, so I don't know if he'd have I'll, to. I'll bleep me saying <laughs> fussy. <laughs> No, I, I, yeah, I don't think he would object to that. I think he's particular. Particular. Yeah. Or not prone to being scammed on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. The kind of guy who checks things out before he goes for them. Exactly. Yeah. And he bought a car this way. Mind mm-hmm. you, it was before the company was in like chapter 11 bankruptcy yeah. or whatever. But, uh, well, I think those companies, uh, I, I mean, I, I know one of them is, but I, I think there might be a couple that are in, uh, similar situations. And it's because they were, uh, uh, following the old adage of, uh, buy high, sell low. <laughs> that was the other thing. Like, we were trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. How, like, and I looked up articles, like, how does this company, and they're like, uh, they're making a bet. This is like an article. <laughs> How does this company make money? They are filing for bankruptcy. <laughs> well, I found uh, an article from like 2020 that mm-hmm. was like, oh yeah, Who they're wrote bet- it, Hugh Downs. <laughs> <laughs> 
first I had to sit through an exorcism, but then I got to the real meat and potatoes mm-hmm. of uh, they were just like uh, oh volume. <laughs> right. They, they buy cars for volume. a lot of money, and they sell them for less than they buy them for. <laughs> but they make it up in volume. Yeah. And I think that's like a that was a business plan during the pandemic. Where it's like <laughs> if you're doing things, if you're yeah. transacting in 2020, they're like, all right, that's fine. I know that I looked up my car at one point, mm. and like my car, I've I've had it for I don't know five years now. It was cheap when I bought it. Like I basically bought like the cheapest car that I knew would be like s- somewhat reliable. Like mm-hmm. it was new enough to be decent. Hoped that uh, there wouldn't be an internet challenge for teams <laughs> right. to come and steal it. Yeah, now I'm finding out uh, where they cut corners. <laughs> but uh, I remember like uh, reading about how like the these quotes were out of control and i put in a quote and it offered like uh, i want to say 20 percent more than i paid for it five years ago sell your car well my thing was i i need a car no so what am i gonna do i don't need it but i really really like having it uh what am i you know the car market's crazy right now i'm just gonna have to go buy another car for uh, a markup right you can have my old car. Well, it's too late now. I doubt they're still buying the cars for more than they're worth. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we paid what, off. Uh, what'd you get, a Hummer? That was going to be my joke. I was I was <laughs> hoping that you would ask me, and I was going to say I bought a Hummer. Yeah, that'd be tough to park on the street in Brooklyn. Yeah. No, Tom, can you guess? Is it a Subaru? I'm a Brooklyn dad. A Subaru? It's a goddamn Subaru. Oh, of course God. it is. Yeah, no wonder they were pushing it so hard. They they got your IP address and they were like, this guy's in Brooklyn. And <laughs> uh, we did another search. He's got a one-year-old. Yeah. He's buying a Subaru somewhere. <laughs> Give him a forest green forester. <laughs> jack up the price and he'll just be like, well, I don't know. I don't know. No, I tried to go to uh, a my, dealership. My fussy friend bought one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they probably got to him too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably probably uh, got a kickback on it. Yeah. Why is uh, why are Subaru so popular with Greenpoint dads or not Greenpoint Brooklyn dads? Uh, I don't know because you know in researching, mm-hmm. look, you can't get a plug-in or a, yeah, a, a, yeah. an electric an car electric or a car. plug-in yeah. hybrid in here because like I would there, love there, that. Yeah, there's no place to plug it in no reliably, but like. They, I think that Subaru now, like starting 2023, has like one model that is an electric or like a plug-in hybrid. Okay. But they've never had like a hybrid car or anything. Like huh. for something that targets yeah, like cliche, like liberal, yeah. Yeah, like uh-huh. left-leaning people. And it's just like, now nah, we're just like, these are like gas guzzlers. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, good gas mileage. Okay, it gas sippers. Yeah, exactly. But um, I don't know. I think it's just it's marketing and branding. Mm-hmm. And then I was walking down the street of my neighborhood because, yeah. like, we were like, oh, do we want a Forester or do we want an Outback? Mm-hmm. Or right. 
Or do we want to cross trek? Mm-hmm. And literally, like on our block, we're like, <laughs> okay, well, there's a forester right next yeah. to it's a cross trek. And that right there, oh, we can compare them just yeah, like parked on the street. Anywhere. Yeah, exactly. I live in a freaking. Yeah. Uh, See, I'm surprised they're popular in Brooklyn because I feel like they're kind of long, right? No, Tom. Oh, they're not I long. have a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> uh huh. Guess what? Long car. This is an inch shorter than the wow. Toyota Corolla. Imagine all the new places you'll be able to park with that extra inch. Tom, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm either every inch counts. I'm either a wonderful parallel parker mm-hmm. or terrible, and I never know which it's going to be until I start the park. Yeah, but sometimes it's just like, how did I squeeze into this spot without even like yeah going back and forth? It in, it's like first just being shot. Like, yeah. It's like oh, there's literally like half an inch between <laughs> my car and the other cars on both sides, and yeah. I did it in two seconds. Or it's like I'll have. 30 yards and i wind up like on the curb like i'd smash into like a fire hydrant yeah or i feel like i'm kind of that way if i have too much space it kind of yeah. messes with my head yeah i or need a I'm challenge to really something. focus yeah me. well uh great men great so driver. wait so why why are they popular with like why'd you get one um because everybody else has one <laughs> jesus tim <laughs> No, well, if everybody jumped off a bridge, would you here's do that the thing. too? I think. Ooh, my here, f- my fussiest friend jumped off a bridge. I think part of it is that, like, I do know people who have them, and I've been in. So them. you've been they they've been vouched for. Yeah, in the same way that this uh, online car retail, but like mm-hmm. I've been in them, and I've been like, oh, this is nice, and yeah. I think the price point mm-hmm. is right for like quality. Right. Um, it's not a luxury it's like a good, car. It's a good value for, for exactly good bang for your buck. And when I was in, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I'm in somebody else, like literally like my brother, my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. Paul, like they, they all have the, the same model. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm in, I was like, this is like a car that a grown up would drive. <laughs> and like, that's all like, Sure, it'd be like, yeah, also like a BMW would be a car, but like yeah. I'm not going to spend that much money. I can't. So, so you're telling me you're not going to get uh, flames painted on the side of this one. This one comes with ad- the flames oh, already painted on. You said it's like a car an adult would drive. Oh, that's what you meant. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is cool. It's got flames You know, and it's like a, the car a kid would drive would be like a Power Wheels or something. Right. No, mm. this is a, this, you drive it on the street. Uh-huh. Beep, beep. It's got a horn. Oh, all right. Uh, did it say that in the PDF? Hey, uh, oh, I should check. Yeah. I did wonder if they try to deliver it mm-hmm. and there's no horn. I should really just try to, I should really. Uh, First thing, as soon as they try and deliver it, yeah, I got to check the horn. So I was like, you know, I, I called up the website. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, sometimes. Oh, were you my grandpa? <laughs> yeah. Like every time I talk to my mom about something, like she'd be like, oh, yeah. I, I, like she talks about like how she calls websites and she's like, oh, Amazon's my friend. It's like you can call a- Amazon as a phone number. Right. No, mom, just because you're going, just because you're using your phone to go on that website mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're uh, calling them. Now, apparently, when uh, you're paying tens of thousands of dollars for something in a transaction online, um, they call, call you to verify, like, okay. hey, we have to ver. We need a verbal, like, right. We need to make sure um, you're a real person. And I was like, what if it comes and like, there's no headlights or something? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like well, I'm not gonna check. take it. And they're like, oh yeah, no, no, you can reject it when it comes to you. Rejected. 
I think this guy's going to come because he drives it to my home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, oh, the steering wheel seems messed up. I'm not going to buy this car. Mm-hmm. I think he's just going to be like, uh, the title's in your name. Like, because they do all that stuff. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm leaving. This is your fucking car yeah, now, like right? You, yeah, yeah, you can arrange with them to yeah. give it back to them. Yeah. But. Um, so this might be just uh, the worst decision I've ever made in my whole life. Well, I don't know about that. Well, what's a worse decision nah, I've made? Doing this every week. Tim, this week, uh, a lot in the news about balloons. Yeah, enough vroom, vroom, more balloon, balloon. Because balloon. <laughs> uh, uh, all these uh, uh, balloons have been getting shot down left, right, and center. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a balloon mm-hmm. and then some other things that might be balloons and not balloons. Yeah. The thing is, so like. They they shot down this Chinese spy balloon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they waited until it had crossed over the entire country before they shot it down. Well, I think that's which. That's, yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Freaking Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny to like shoot it down. Like whatever, just let it go. <laughs> like either shoot it down before it gathers information, or just like whatever, mm-hmm. it'll float into the ocean. But uh, because of that, because there was like criticism. Also, it's a balloon. Yeah. Do you have to shoot it down? Can't they just like go up there with a with like a net and just like uh? It's too high up for a man in a net to get up there. You get a guy, uh, one of those guys that walks on the wing of an airplane. Yeah, it's too high up for a wing walker. What about the guy that skydives from the stratosphere? You have him go up there. Noah Baumgartner? You, yeah, and then you just have him tackle it midair, and you, he wrestles it down He's to the ground. He's not good at catching balloons, that guy. Hmm. Just good you at You get David jumping. Blaine up there. That's true. Well, attached to all those balloons, yeah. and he goes up there, and you know, he's like, I'm one of you. <laughs> one of you i mean all these you know you're you're asking the government and the military to like uh do something that makes more sense than firing a four hundred thousand dollar missile at it to take it down yeah that's true <laughs> when like you know all those uh 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 fighter jets they have like guns on them where it's like hey you know just shoot one bullet at it how about you that you go yeah and it'll slowly just glide down right, right? Um, but anyway, so after this was just like, a, as I understand it, mm-hmm. like I, I didn't, I know now it's, you know, got a bus attached to it or something. There was yeah, originally it was a reported, big thing attached to it. I thought it was just a man with binoculars and a hot air balloon. Why would he need binoculars? Oh, oh, what's going on I the see. ground. You thought they sent it's like a, a man Chinese from China, balloon. like a Chinese like a, spy. Yeah, a Chinese in, man in the balloon. Uh huh. Just, just looking, looking through binoculars. binoculars like, like, oh, oh yeah. I see the. Oh. No, I think they were after more information around. than what do things look like. <laughs> um. It's weird. I feel like I saw the uh, like American propaganda machine like rolling in in real time. Yeah. Because when this first happened, when they were first talking about it, it was like, yeah, it might be from China. But like uh, that wouldn't really make sense because they have satellites that pass over us that are way better than something like this would be. It just kind of doesn't really make sense. 
And then it was like later that day, like, nope, forget about what we said. It's it's a Chinese balloon. They're getting sensitive data that they could never get with a satellite. So you think this is a cover story? No, I'm just saying that the initial story was like, we don't even know why they did this. It doesn't seem like that right. good of a way to get like it's if anything, it's a provocation to like, you know, be like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to shoot it down? Right. And um, you just made the uh, made a like, motion of like, like poking. them poking. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then that changed into like, no, now this is like a top national security risk. Yeah. Um, and even in the beginning, I remember, too, they said, you know, they they can't put out the real imagery that they're able to get because they can't really reveal like what we're capable of. Yeah, I don't. I think that's a BS. Like, I just now nah, they do that all the time. I know. Stuff. I know they always yeah. do that. But it's just like. Everybody knows we have high-powered cameras, especially over our own yeah. airspace. Like, yeah, but it's like, eh, it doesn't. They don't need to put out the, ex, you know, uh, uh, don't you want to see it though? I, of course, but so they don't they care should. about me, the American taxpayer. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem. They don't exactly. care about me, John Q. Public. Yeah, maybe I want that balloon. Maybe they should know. just give it to a citizen. <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, they did have to say, like, don't try to shoot it. it down, right? What was that? They were like, don't try to shoot it down. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were like, bullets don't go that far, yeah. fucking idiots, don't try and shoot it down. If you have a gun, you should know that, but we can't trust that you don't realize a gun can't shoot a bullet 40,000 feet into the air. Um, but anyway. They should get one of those gun guys to explain that to other people, like, Actually, uh, AR doesn't stand for assault <laughs> rifle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, uh, actually, uh, it can't shoot 40,000 feet in the air. But, uh, yeah, it just seemed like a weird, like everything was kind of changing in real time. And I feel like I read stuff in the beginning that heavily implied, look, uh, like the military got a real good close-up look at this thing. And it's a, it's like a a rust bucket like it's like a junky crappy thing but you're gonna believe that um well yeah i mean that's the thing they could be saying that to make people not worry about it but then when people do worry they're like oh yeah we're gonna shoot it down it's confusing because Mm -hmm. like the shooting down part of it was very much like hey look how tough oh you thought we were weak (laughs) in the white house guess what i told them I told them to shoot it down. Yeah. It's uh, like, uh, fuck that thing up. They're going to make the third Top Gun about this mission. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that then, like, it's all just a confusing narrative because they're like, you know, it's it's a, a, a serious national security issue mm-hmm. or it's like, uh, it's actually a piece of crap. And then, like, it's like, oh, by the way, like, 47 other of these things were happening, like, flew over us in the last, like, five years. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so the reason why I was saying, you know, they let it fly over the whole country and then they shot it down. And then they got criticized, uh, you know, Biden in particular by uh, his opponents. So it was like, all right, fine. And then the next three they saw, they shot down right away. Yeah. And now they uh, can't recover them. They can't find them. They but, can't find them? Yeah. Guys, what? I thought we had satellites that were so good that we can't even uh, let anybody well, see the pictures. The thing. They 
put out a statement and the statement was like, uh, we don't know that they were from China and we're not saying they're balloons. They were objects. So then people are like, wait a minute. Were these extraterrestrial? And then the White House is like, how dare you even ask? It's like, well, you told us you shot things down that now you can't find. Yeah. And that they weren't balloons. So then what were they? And now they've been like, no, they got asked too many questions. So now they're like, yeah, they were probably balloons. Tom, Mm -hmm. they're not balloons. Yeah. What the hell are we talking about them for? Exactly. Because this is a balloons episode. Well, I read something recently that they, they said they think one of them now might have been from a... It's one of those things where it's like, oh, it might have been this. And then you read the article and you're like, oh, it absolutely was this. That some fucking like balloonist hobby group is missing one of their $12 <laughs> balloons over the Yukon territory. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like they lost signal like right after this other object was shot down. What are these balloon hobbyist groups about? Will we learn more about them in this episode? <sighs> Not this week. <laughs> Maybe next week. But yeah, apparently it was like, oh, this was like uh these balloons cost anywhere from like twelve to eighty five dollars, mm-hmm. and we think that's what they shot a four hundred thousand dollar missile <laughs> at to take down. So balloons, Tim, Tom. Can I start off with my balloons hot take? Sure. Hot air balloons. Uh-huh. They stink. Why do you think they stink? They might have been fine in the seventeen hundreds. Yeah. We have other ways of uh, traversing the sky. <laughs> I mean, most people don't use them for transportation nowadays. Also terrifying yeah would you go up in a hot air balloon i would like to no you wouldn't you'd be scared the whole time that's the thing i like the idea of it but then when i think about like uh seeing things through my eyes like what my perspective would be who boy terrifying i'd I'd probably just be like curled up in the basket the whole time have you ever been in a helicopter yes did you think it would be cool? And then once you got up there, you were like, uh, why don't we go back down? <laughs> yeah. The one yeah, time to me too. The one time I went in a helicopter is very scary. You know what though? It's just very scary taking off because it happened too quickly. I didn't like it. What was the context? Where were you? Uh the Grand Canyon. Okay. So yeah. you weren't afraid that you were just gonna like did you have some hot shot? I, I was in uh <laughs> It was in Kauai. Right, in, uh, yeah, I remember here. Uh, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had some hot shots, oh, like ex-military yeah. guy or whatever. But like he was getting really close to the cliffs or something. Yeah. It's like, he's so close that it's like, I know, I know you've done this a million times. Yeah, right, but, but this still. thing clips that. If <laughs> yeah. the propeller clips that, I think mm-hmm. we just fall out of the sky, right? Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like, why don't we not risk it? I know you're trying to... You know, woo my wife on her honeymoon or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see or if I can break up a marriage. Show him what a real man yeah. looks like. And he came close. I'm not going to lie. Um, she was smitten after that. She was like, that guy almost killed us. <laughs> I think it's less a testament to his manliness mm-hmm. and more a testament to my wussiness. <laughs> or, it was like it was a combination or, or your wife's of his lust macho, for danger. Yeah, his, uh, his macho stature in combination with as soon as we no, got up in the air. Down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was talking a big game before we got in. Like, it's like, who's going to sit on the edge? You know, mm-hmm. and my wife was like, oh, that makes me nervous. I was like, I'll sit on the edge. <laughs> yeah. And like, here you are now, years later. This is like the 20th time you brought this up <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> For some reason, Tom, 
I have a one-year-old uh-huh. son. For some reason, I mean, I know. Uh, not, I for know some how re- that happened. For some reason, <laughs> for some reason. this morning, mm-hmm. or the, I had this, like, I recounted this to him. <laughs> how scared I was in the helicopter. It's like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I, he's not even registered. Like, he's subconsciously registered. Oh, right. And he'll now, have like, a lifelong fear of helicopters now. Or he'll know that his dad is a freaking scary right. cat. yeah. Or, yeah. He'll... He's internalizing that. And it's just like, Tim, you don't need to tell a baby this story. No. He doesn't know. He doesn't even really know what a the, helicopter the is. He's not the podcast. You don't... you don't need to tell him these stories. <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to vamp for an hour with him. Or mostly I just go like... Mm, tickle, tickle, tickle. Yeah. Then, you know, and like that's fine. If I yeah. could do that for an hour here, oh, Tim, if you do that for an hour here, I'd be exhausted with all that tickling. <laughs> I, know, I don't think I'd be able so to hard. put up with it. Yeah. Uh, does your son like balloons? Kids love balloons. Yeah, he does love yeah. balloons. When he says balloon, there's an M in it. Bloom? No, it's like mamoon. Maloon? Maloon? Maloon, kind of. Oh, okay. But he can say B words and he yeah. can say L's. I just. Gets it confused with the, uh, he gets it compl- confused with the falafel place in no, uh, Greenwich um, Village. <laughs> what was that? Mahmoud's? Mahmoud's. Mahmoud's. Okay. Yeah. Um, balloons. Anyway, Tim, you know what lunarism is? Something to do with the balloons. Moon. It's uh, like a balloon fetish. Oh. And uh, balloon fetish people are lunars. It, now, what are they like? They like when you like it rub depends. your hand and it goes like. Some people like touching them. Well, this is what I found. It said some people like touching. And it's like I get it. It's a weird sensation. Some people like the popping. It's like I get it. There's like the anticipation and the release. Oh, I hate it. I hate all. I of mean, it. I don't like it, but it's like I get how somebody could have a fish for that. But then the other one was uh, some people like inhaling helium from balloons. It's like, well, that's just people like inhale. Like yeah. if you're making that a sexual thing. Uh, I don't know. I I guess. Do Do you get like a high from helium? But I I, I'm not do, talking about your voice. Um, I think if you if you suck a lot, you'll get like lightheaded. Yeah, you know, you suck a lot of anything, you get lightheaded. <laughs> well, I think it's like you know the lack of oxygen, right? Uh, probably. So I I could see that maybe being part of it. I guess maybe the voice could be part of the fetish. Yeah, maybe all that the above. Seems about right. I mean, also, mm-hmm. you know what's really sad? What? A balloon just filled with air and not helium. That is, uh, not if it's being dropped from like a big net with a bunch of them. Ah, uh, Tom. Uh-huh. Gotta agree with you. Well, <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, we've all been to Flaming Lips shows. Yeah. Well, I, I took uh, uh, my niece to the library for a uh, New Year's Eve celebration and they did it. Oh. And they ain't even have the, and then uh, somebody went in one of the Zorbs, and uh, is that where they were Zorb? called? The the thing that uh, uh, Wayne Coyne would go in with the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. like the big uh, ball. Was there one of them there? No, oh, there, yeah. that would have been awesome. Yeah. Tom, we were talking off mic weeks ago, because uh-huh. I went to that same library the day before you did. <laughs> uh the this librarian that they have there, yeah, cool as shit, right? This yeah. guy ruled. Yeah, yeah, the kids' librarian. Yeah, seemed like uh, just a cool guy. Yeah, and I was just like talking with him, and I was like, "This guy's got it made." Yeah, made in the shade. Yeah, he doesn't even have to read uh, big boy books, grown up books. 
He can probably barely read. He, he reads at a fourth grade level, and they're like, that's fine. Yeah, you're hired. You're hired. Guess what? We don't want you reading the other books. We want you to stay in this room with all the kids' books. Now blow up 100 balloons. <laughs> We're dropping them from the ceiling in an hour. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash complete guide and get on your way to being your better self. Tim, uh, we all know what it feels like to be our best self. What, what types of things uh, get us there? You know, for me, it's uh, like getting things off my chest that are bothering me, talking them out. Mm hmm. Uh, a lot, sometimes you, you think you've got a big problem, but then when you talk it out with somebody, you realize like, oh, it's a lot more manageable than I thought. It's not as big as I thought. Hey, I'm glad I got to talk it out is what I think. Well, Tim, working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of yourself because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. Uh, I've, I've taken therapy at various times in my life. I've used better help, uh, in fact, and I thought it was great because, again, you get to you get to talk about these things with somebody who's unbiased, somebody who doesn't have a skin in the game. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 not judgmental. They're just there to listen. Um, if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's very convenient. It's very flexible. It's affordable. Affordable. It's extremely online. You know, you don't I have do. to. You don't have to go to an office or anything like that. You do it right at your computer. Um, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. Tim, before toy balloons, oh, I should mention this, from historyofballoons.com. Of course, that's yeah. the source. Well, I was asking Bing AI about all this stuff, and it just kept uh, referring to uh, historyofballoons.com. So I said, you know what, hmm. Bing AI, I'll talk to you later. I got to go to historyofballoons.com. I got to get stuff direct from the horse's mouth, which... Did you tell Bing that? You should... Do you, like... Oh, do you like, thank mm. Bing... I will this say is AI, right? This yeah, is, okay. I will say please. Okay, but yeah. when once once you get what you want, you're yeah. not like okay, thank you very much. No, but if I have further, I'll say like thanks, that's great. Blah blah blah. You know, now can you tell me? Okay. Can you give more detail about this? Okay, because I feel like it's like oh, you know, it feels good and it's gonna give me a better response. Yeah, it's a machine. That's what we if there's think. There's a guy on the other side. <laughs> if there's a guy, he's pretty smart. Although he's I'll, looking things up on history of balloons.com. I'll, I'll get to it later. With a, I did get into uh, a, a little bit, a lover's quarrel with Bing um, about this stuff. But uh, historyofballoons.com. Uh, before toy balloons were invented, people inflated pig bladders and animal intestines. Yeah, I remember that from. You uh, remember from your childhood. <laughs> You know how old I am, right, Tom? <laughs> um, no, uh, I think there was a book that we read in, uh, like, you know, like one of those, like, Sarah Plain and Tall books or something. Uh, and they were playing with an inflated pig yeah, bladder. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. What would they do with it? 
Just bad. What do kids do with balloons now? Yeah, I, yeah, but balloons are like cheap and easy. Where it's like, oh, I gotta like. Tom, I don't pig's know. bladders were a freaking dime a dozen That's back true. then. I mean, I assume you had to like, uh, like, uh, dry it out or something beforehand. Think so. You get yeah. the piss out of it at least. <laughs> you gotta at least <laughs> rinse get the, piss, the out. piss out of it. Yeah, then blow it up. It's, it off. It's wild that it uh, that uh, like bladders are uh, man's balloon, huh? Yeah, guess Cause, so. Because they get bigger when you put water in them. Yeah. Wow. Wild stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, popped this. According to this, this is true. I want your opinion as okay. a scientist. Popped toy balloons make the sa- make the noise of a sonic boom. When a hole is made in a balloon, it starts to grow at almost the speed of sound in rubber, which is greater than the speed of sound in the air, which makes a boom. The sound, the speed of sound in rubber mm-hmm. is faster than the speed of sound in air? That's uh, It starts to grow at almost the speed of sound, which is greater than the speed of sound in air. Um. Is that because the molecule the the molecules are closer together than in air? Yeah, presumably it's like a little denser. Sure, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm because what else makes that popping sound? A balloon, like a balloon pops. Uh, but why? What makes the sound? Well, Tom, uh, what if? Mm-hmm. You put a piece of scotch tape on the balloon and then put a pin in well, it. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if you take, if you took like an inflatable mattress and poked a hole in it, it's not going to pop. Like yeah. it's, it's just going to slowly deflate. So it is, it has something to do with how fast that rubber retracts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's about yeah, rubber retraction. Sense. I think you're, I think you're, you're absolutely right. All right. History of balloons. You got this one. <laughs> Verified. Tom, you see, are you actually interested in why that happened? This is my problem with a lot of science. (laughs) (laughs) I'm interested in science in as much as it can cure diseases and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of like, oh, why does this sound happen when this happens? Like, I just don't have that type of curiosity. Yeah. And like, I understand people do. I understand Uh. you do. But for me, it's just like, it's because a balloon, when you prick it, it pops. First off, you're not interested in like how science cures diseases. No, I'm either. interested in, in that, that it does. does. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm grateful to the scientists of the world. I'm grateful uh, to science as a. What about a the concept. mad scientists of the world? Tom? Sometimes they're just misunderstood. Well, and sometimes they're the only ones that can actually get things done. Yeah. Uh, Their intentions are good. Sometimes they're just misguided. Nah, sometimes they have bad intentions. Mm. Depends on. Uh, I'm not your talking about Frankenstein. He had. Did he, he have good intentions, Doctor Frankenstein? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't remember what I think his he was motivation. Just bored. Was. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't he like, just, like um, wanted to see if he could make a guy yeah. out of parts. Yeah, I don't think he had good intentions. But I don't know if he had bad ones. No, he was neutral. I think he, <laughs> I think you're right. I think he was just a bored guy. <laughs> yeah, and you can't fault somebody for just doing some stuff because they're bored. Yeah, and the, but then he he really got himself in a mess of trouble once that monster got out. Oh god, and he had to go track it down through that kid in the lake. Yeah, um, so that's uh, that's one aspect of science, Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> it's the main aspect of science, but. Uh, 
don't know, you're not interested in like why things are the way they are sometimes. No, because like usually there's like a logical mm-hmm. explanation, and it's like, well, I can't disprove that. Yeah. So I'm sure that's right. I always, and also like, cool. The effect that I see is that if you put a pin in a balloon, it pops and scares the hell out of me. Uh-huh. Shoots my wig right to the ceiling. <laughs> right. But also makes you unbelievably harassed. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> you better believe it. Um, when a, I didn't realize this. Oh, I should have brought this up when, uh, when we were talking about hot air balloons. But again, it's one of these things. Well, I'm saying it makes sense when you think about it, but I bet you're going to be like, does it make sense? When the burner of a hot air balloon is turned on, it can be quite noisy in the basket of the balloon. And mm-hmm. we've seen videos where it's like... Dumb. I went to a hot air balloon <sighs> festival a couple of years ago. Oh, I really? forgot but about this. go up? No. Guess what? What? Very few balloons went up. It was mostly... Was it windy? Like at night, what happened oh. was everybody... I think there was like a balloon, you know, people were going up in, during the day. Uh-huh. But at night, like everybody gathered uh-huh. and... They just like uh, took out all those burners and just mm-hmm. were like, and everybody was like, hell yeah, look at that fire. <laughs> Wait, but not into the balloon, just like into the sky? Yeah, just uh, they were just like, we got these fire makers. Because oh, okay. like, yeah, like, you're not going to do a hot air balloon at night. That's a recipe for disaster. I bet that'd be cool, though. Yeah. I would, I would be, I think, less scared to do it at night for some reason. Tom, remember when we went on a roller coaster at night? You freaked your... <laughs> I've been on roller coasters at night since, though, and I've been right, fine. Yeah, it was right. just that one time. Okay. And it wasn't because it was night. It was because all your coins were dropping on the track. Um, But here's, here's the thing that it's like, I guess that's true. I never thought about it, but... Uh, when the burners turned off, it is very quiet in the balloon. There is not even any wind noise since the balloon is moving with the wind. Huh. So you don't hear the wind when you're It makes up there. sense when you hear the wind. It's the wind it's going the past wind going you. Past you. Yeah. If you're are if you, you're traveling with the wind, you're not going to hear the wind. What if you're getting blown down the street by the wind? Did I ever tell you about the time <laughs> my wife and I saved the old lady from the wind? <laughs> No, we were walking down the particular. (laughs) No, we were walking down. Is that the balloon (laughs) festival where they were just doing the fire? I will show you videos of the balloon festival. I mean, I'd like to see them later. Yeah, okay, I will show you. but uh, no, we were walking down. It was a very windy day. Uh-huh. We were walking down. How per- many balloons was this woman holding at the time? <laughs> well, that's a thing. Oh my gosh, that would have been a disaster. No, that we and we were walking down a particularly busy, uh, windy street. Mm-hmm. And this we're you know on the other side of the park from our home. Uh, mm-hmm. This was when we lived in Queens, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw this old lady just like. Uh, like this tiny old lady <laughs> up against the wall, like shielding herself from the wind. It was windy, but it wasn't that windy. Uh-huh. Sobbing. Yeah. And we were just like, oh my God, miss. And she's like, please help me get home. <laughs> oh, and wow. like, yeah, we walked her, like I took one arm and left it. And then like we got to her building. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. She's this little old lady and we're like, 
hey, are are you okay? Do we need? Do you need us to like walk you to your apartment? Like, mm-hmm. is there anybody we can call? Like, she yeah, was very yeah. upset. And then this younger woman. And then you were saying, then a big gust of wind came. <laughs> and yeah, we, there was really nothing we could do at that point. Yeah, she's too high up. No, this other lady came into the, the lobby uh-huh. and she's like, hi, Evelyn. Yeah. She's like, the wind. I almost couldn't get home. These two people were, uh, they, they were so helpful. And she's like, Evelyn, it's always the wind with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, can you walk her back to her apartment? And Uh this lady was just like, Eh, she'll be fine. She's she's resilient, and it, and she's like, yeah, she's she hasn't right. blown okay. away yet. Yeah, and this lady was so flippant about. Uh, yeah, this one, it was well, it was really it, windy. Yeah, but if if it was like every day this happens, I could understand. Yeah, that's that. the other. But she was uh, crying. I mean, it was old lady crying on the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah. Mm, sounds like she's got to get tougher about the wind. <laughs> no, it seems like she should get like. Get younger, but like I don't know, we'd all like to do that. <laughs> Put on a few pounds, you'll be less afraid of the wind. She should get a blood boy. Oh, excuse me, a blood boy. What is that? So she can get young people's blood oh. in her veins. <laughs> all right, I thought that. So was... that way she won't be so frail and old anymore. <laughs> I thought a blood boy would somehow keep her from blowing away. Nah, like a boy with too much blood, so he's heavier than usual, and he walks her down the street. Um, I was reading about, uh, the, uh, the like invention of the hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, uh, the Montgolfier brothers. Okay. Joseph M- Michel Montgolfier was inspired by laundry drying over a fire and the ash that flew on the hot air to build the first large hot, uh, to build the first large hot air balloon. His idea, and now I look this up to be like, hey, around this time, do they know like uh, hot air is lighter than cold air? Mm-hmm. They know heat rises. And it's like, yeah, fucking Aristotle knew that heat rises. Yeah. Um, and like this had like since been proven about air and everything. And apparently this guy didn't get the memo. His idea was that smoke has a special gas, which he called Montgolfier gas, which has a unique characteristic he called levity. Uh, okay, so he had the. It, see, this is the thing about science, right? Because uh-huh. like the the end result was like he figured out how to make this happen. Right. He didn't he know. Was... He didn't know why. It's irrelevant why it worked. And I guess see, if, I kind of feel you the other iterate on mm. it. You're gonna have to understand how you're gonna have to figure out. It's not Montgolfier gas, which Which has the characteristic, which is just smoke, which is smoke from a fire. It has a unique characteristic called levity. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Which is like a crazy like thing to come up with as you're watching hot air just blow things up. Yeah. I you ever think I think all the time like man if I was around a few hundred years ago I'd be running circles around everybody I'd have so oh, many inventions I think the opposite Oh really Cuz I think there's so many like inventions oh, th- that I rely, rely on, on and it's I, just like well, yeah, maybe- I have again my my kind of uh thinking of like I don't care how any of this works. It just works. <laughs> yeah. Um, that like I would be like if you went back to the past and they were like, build us a computer chip that yeah. you talked about. Yeah, it's like I have no idea how anything yeah. works. I know how this I I would be able to invent a hot air balloon before these guys. 
What year was this? This was in the, I want to say 1700s, 1800s. 1808. Okay. Oh, no, I seven, no, it was 1700s, 18th okay. century. Okay, great. So I I was accurate before when I said they're fine for the 1700s. Yeah. Um, but for the the year 2000 and beyond, for this millennium, Tom, <laughs> man, he really did make it his own millennium, huh? He really did. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're not, we're what, a fifth through the millennium and- Still making headlines. Made his mark. Uh, Um, On Chris Rock's face. (laughs) Uh, Tim, also in, I'm assuming this guy, because his name is Joseph Michel Montgolfier, that he was French. Uh, Also in France, in 1808, the Grand Prix and Le Pique. Pepe Le Pew. Two guys. These two guys, they, uh, I think, not only had the hots for the same girl, I think they were both uh, necking with the same girl. Mm. And uh, then when they, like, found out about each other, they were, like, mad. And it's like, well, it's the 1800s. I have to, of course, challenge you to a duel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but guess what? I'm going to put a 1800s spin on it. A balloon duel. What? We'll both go up. In identical hot air balloons. Okay. And once we reach an agreed upon height, uh, we will, I don't know, flip a coin and the first person will shoot at the other person's balloon. And then dude, no matter what happens, the other person then gets their shot at the balloon. So there's a potential of just both of them falling to their deaths. I think you would have to be like a pretty quick shot to get that second shot off. Because, uh, oh, and not only this, they went up there with their seconds. So, like, their, like, buddies that uh, were, like... So, just a, a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, I guess uh, Le Pique had the first shot, missed by a fucking mile. They, like, built these balloons, which I don't understand how you can be so mad about that somebody else, yet take the time to have, like, two identical balloons commissioned. Get them all built. Be like, all right, we got to make sure this is all fair. You think they both, in, like, during this whole process, like, completely lost interest in the lady? Like, they got really into the the mechanics of the balloon building. This had to have, like, taken a while. The lady probably married somebody else during this time. They didn't even notice. Uh but uh, Le Peak shot first. Oh, and they were using uh, blunderbusses. That's uh, one of those uh, like, Elmer Fudd. Yeah, like guns. a shotgun, kind yeah. of, a widespread. Right. Because uh, I, I guess they were like fairly far apart. Le Peak shot first. He missed completely. I mean, how do you control where a hot air balloon <laughs> goes? I think they were tethered to the ground. Oh, okay. So I think they were like fair. Uh, apparently, that's another thing that like being in a balloon that's untethered kind of no matter how crazy the wind is, like you feel fine because, again, you're traveling with the wind. Mm-hmm. But if you're tethered, and oh, it's yeah, windy, that's it's even like, worse. Yeah, it's like terrifying. Yeah. Um, Did I ever tell you about the time when I <laughs> saved an old lady from the wind? <laughs> um. So anyway, Le Peak shot missed by a mile. And then uh, the Grand Prix mm-hmm. shot. I'm listening. Direct hit. The balloon apparently just like plummeted out of the air. It didn't. It popped like. And these two guys, uh, they said, uh, 
what they say about the one guy. <laughs> I didn't take the note. I should have. But apparently, like, the newspaper, uh, like, referred to him as, like, smashed to bits on a roof. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So I, um, he deserved it. I think that was the first and only balloon duel. But, oh, that's what I was bringing up before, because I, I got one of these facts, um, and I was like, oh, man, I, I got to learn more about this. So I asked Bing, uh, Bing AI. Uh-huh. Bing, I know, I, I'm familiar. Bing AI told me somebody was trying to trick me that it had never happened. Bing AI yeah. sucks, right? Nah, it's good. He's like mean. He's mean and he lies sometimes. I like him. <laughs> kind of like you. <laughs> exactly. We get along great. Uh, Talk to Bing AI all day. Uh, Tim, did you know this? That at any given time, or not any given time, currently, there are only about uh, 25 blimps in America? Yeah. I I did know that. There's you would like, think there'd be more, but then when you think about it, it's like, like who, oh, yeah, whenever you see one, you're like, blimp, blimp, blimp. <laughs> I mean, not all of us are like that. <laughs> but yeah, like what market, like who's going up in blimps? Yeah, it's mostly for advertising. Yeah. You know, the Goodyear blimp, other blimps. What other blimps? I don't know. It's really just the Goodyear blimp that I know about. Uh, oh, oh, Tim, Look at this. oh, wow. Tim's yeah. showing me the video of this uh, uh, fire festival, and it is pretty cool. Yeah, not the fire festival. Right. Um, just just a hot the, air festival yeah. where they're. I guess the fire festival was uh, a hot air festival in and of itself. Yeah, though. it's true. But um, just so you know, I wasn't lying about going to that thing. I didn't I think you were lying. You accused me of, of, of like five minutes ago. You said I didn't like, think you were lying. I thought you made it up. <laughs> uh, um, uh, well, so while we're talking about hot air balloons or like, yeah, hot air balloons, I guess blimps. Well, blimps aren't hot air balloons. Um, I mean, aren't they? No, nah, because they're filled with helium. Mm, That's yeah. not hot air. That's true. Um. Did you know when the blimped dirigible? Sure. Okay. Uh, A type of airship, let's say. Uh, The Hindenburg disaster. I didn't know that there were 97 people on board. 35 died. I was going to say only 35. That's still like one in three people. That's a lot. But I thought everybody died. I saw the footage. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, that's what I exclaimed when I saw it, Tom. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, So I just kind of assumed that meant everybody died. But no, apparently some of them uh, walked Mm away. Did they walk away or were they? I don't know if they walked away. But uh, there was like a... uh, It's also... I. I feel like for knowing what the Hindenburg disaster was, I don't, I at least never really understood like how popular airships were at the time. Yeah. Uh, And apparently- Well, it seems like a nice smooth ride, doesn't it? It seems great. You ever look at pictures of like what the interiors of some of these airships look like? I mean, I saw Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Yeah, similarly. Did I put notes in here about this? Uh, and I didn't like that it was full of Nazis. Right. Well, so uh, like the guy Hindenburg or the guy Zeppelin who uh-huh. like created Zeppelins. I think his John name was Bonham. Zeppelin. <laughs> I think his name was Zeppelin, but maybe it wasn't. Uh, apparently, he was like he was a uh, you know he was in uh, Germany. He was a German, uh-huh. but was uh, uh, very much an anti-Nazi. Oh. 
And then they like made them put uh, swastikas on like, uh, you know, I think this is like before World War II really kicked off, um, made them put swastikas on on the Zeppelins and he didn't like it, but he had to do it. But anyway, there was a bl- a blimp, a Zeppelin that uh, it like exploded and crashed before the Hindenburg. More mm-hmm. people died. 50 people died. Out of how many? I forget how many, but it was like there were a lot less people on board. Yeah, but here's the It was the like thing. 50 out of 60 people died. Yeah, but still, like you, a plane crashes? <laughs> right, everybody's gone. Yeah. Um, but apparently it was after this crash that they were like, all right. We've got to do something about this. We can't keep filling these things with hydrogen. Uh, it's too dangerous. It's too combustible. So they designed the, the Hindenburg to be filled with helium. And then at the last minute, they had trouble sourcing helium. They're like, eh, let's put hydrogen in it this one time. It'll be fine. Yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah, what's the worst thing that could happen? Um, but so I think, I think this is the Hindenburg. What year was the Hindenburg disaster? I want to say late twenties, early thirties. Let's uh, let's check in on that. Um, the smaller the the one that like uh, I I think this is the one that blew up before the Hindenburg. So it's smaller. Listen to how big this thing was. Inside, it had fifty cabins, a dining hall that could fit sixty people, and an asbestos lined smoking room for twenty four people. And asbestos line. So this was a this was a time bomb either way. Well, the asbestos did a great job, you know, keeping the balloon from catching on fire. Yeah, uh, uh, it's just you don't want to breathe it in. Yeah, it really did uh, prevent the, the it from catching on fire, <laughs> didn't it? Um, Nineteen thirty-seven. Oh, late thirties. Okay, yeah. never mind. It was landing. It was landing. It was landing. It caught oh, fire yeah, yeah. during landing. Yeah, I mean, I think that it was the like maiden voyage. That's why they were filming it. Yeah, because uh, it was like, oh, look, this huge new. I think maybe it was like the biggest one yet. How fast do these go? Um, I think I read that like a trip over the Atlantic would take forty hours. That's nice. I would like yeah, that exactly. more than a six-hour flight. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a lot quicker than a boat but not as quick as a plane, of course. Yeah. But it's like, but you have a cabin, you have a dining hall, you have an asbestos line smoking room. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, uh, nowadays, like if this was a, like probably no Nazis. <laughs> uh, I don't yeah, know. Nazis don't know. are bad. Yeah, that's the thing. They might be into it. Yeah. Um, oh, they. I mean, freaking proud boys. Would be yeah. Like, yeah. No, we well, only I travel only fly by airships yeah. overseas. Uh, there are always like companies that are trying to, uh, you know, uh, get get new, no pun intended, new balloon companies off the ground. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly why it hasn't been done. Because I was gonna say, like, I'm sure it's super expensive compared to other travel, but it's like, eh, but people, there are people that will pay for it, you know, yeah. and me. Yeah. Tim, well, I don't know. You might not be able to afford it if it's like if it's like fifty thousand dollars to do this, or it's like, or you could just pay like I don't know. Uh, Why would it be fifty thousand dollars? That's what I'm saying. It might be very expensive. Why would it be that expensive? Because it's 
Uh, it's so slow. It's slow, but it can only if it can only transport like fifty people at a time. There is sixty on the Hindenburg. <laughs> sixty people. Well, and it was unsafe. They got to start lower. But I don't know. It's going to be a lot more expensive than like a first class ticket on a plane would be. You think? I think so. Be, especially in the beginning, at least. Like if one of these companies in the next ten years comes about. Yeah, it's we'll going to be more we'll expensive. About I guess maybe we'll it'll see. be a loss leader. Have, you know, like Uber was really cheap for a while. <laughs> right. Maybe traveling. And I think I think you know they're going to have to, you know, attract people up there mm-hmm. who you know we all Hind- the Hindenburg is all fresh <laughs> on our minds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. Well, and along these lines, and I feel like it wasn't uh uh talked about much. Uh, at all well and like during this i can uh, during this uh chinese balloon fiasco i i i thought it was going to come up but did you know tim that during world war ii japan used uh high altitude air currents to send fire balloons carrying explosive payloads to the united states wow. about 300 made across the uh, pacific causing some property damage and at least six deaths the U.S. government called for a press blackout on all balloon incidents, fearing what might happen if the Japanese started using them to deliver biological weapons. Hmm. So, like, it's crazy. Like, six, uh, you know, uh, civilians were killed. Uh, where? By, Do we know where? In the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, six civilians were killed by, one by the was... Japanese military during World War II on American soil. And uh, do you think one of them was DB Cooper? They could have been. That's he could what have happened been. to him. Well, I, their idea with these fire balloons was that they wanted to like start big uh, forest fires, mm. uh, and I they were like somewhat successful in that. I guess it's wild. Like, what maniac came up with that plan? Like, let's start a forest fire in the Pacific Northwest using balloons as an act of war. I mean, I'm sure that it was like. Somebody, I mean, somebody pitch, hand it to him. Yeah, right? somebody like, pitched that idea, and I bet his boss is like, "Run the numbers." Yeah, and it's like, "Look, it'll cost less than you know one fighter jet for us to make three hundred of these balloons." And like, yeah. ah, maybe we'll it'll give work. it a maybe shot. It won't. Yeah, it's just a balloon after all. I mean, and if it weren't for the press blackout, it would have accomplished what they wanted, which was to cause panic. Right. Like, that totally would have caused huge amounts of panic if it was like, oh, we can be attacked on our homeland from, you know, uh, balloons out of the sky. So balloons have been used in, I mean, that's just one of many examples. They've been used since, uh, you know, like, uh, I I know they were used during the Civil War to, uh, like, scout. Um, I mean, yeah, during the Civil War, they didn't really have, like, balloons and muskets, right? What do you mean? They had balloons that's, that's and muskets? All, that's all they yeah, had. Yeah, but it was, was like, a- all right, we yeah, we we can't send a drone or a satellite to see if, like, the bad guys are, are over that hill, so we'll just send this dope up in a hot air balloon that's tethered to the ground. Tom, why uh, everything that you've brought, we're doing a, a fairly innocuous... <laughs> topic of balloons and everything you've brought up has been about warfare or yeah. violence how come we haven't talked about a kid at the zoo uh getting handed a bunch of balloons and then flying off into oh, damn, that yeah that uh, that's not what sells <sighs> only a uh, war sell i guess so 
If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can find all our social media links there. Check out our Patreon. Check out our our Reddit, our Discord, uh, our Patreon. Specifically, is patreon.com slash complete guide. Tim, last week, you ran a poll to see which Bronte sisters book we would read. But you also (laughs) included a mystery uh, book. And I feel like the vote got split too much. And the mystery book won, and then you revealed that the mystery book would be two books from the Bible. <laughs> it's, if you're not familiar with the Patreon, there's a lot of like lore that builds up over there. <laughs> but don't worry, it's not that impenetrable. Yeah, so th- this week we're reading the book of Genesis. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide. You could, hey, when you sign up, you get all the back episodes. You can catch up on all the lore <laughs> that led to us reading uh, the book of Genesis. Next week is uh, Book of Revelations. Yeah. And then uh, we'll, we'll go from Probably there. onto Wuthering Well, Heights. actually, I was thinking about for the movie that maybe we should do Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Because mm. that's about the Bible. Sure. <laughs> and balloons. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sounds good. I was also reading about uh, uh, like guys who have gone up like, you know, homemade balloons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, a lot of these guys... Well, yeah, they're kaput. So Larry Walters uh, was one of them. He used 42 helium filled helium filled weather balloons. He attached to a lawn chair. He thought he would ascend to a height of a few meters. Instead, he reached 5000 meters. (laughs) He safely landed. Uh, They made like a movie about him. Yeah. Yeah. This is in 1982. This happened. Uh, But then uh, a Japanese guy did this in 1992. A Japanese Coast Guard airplane saw him on... Oh, my God. So he took off November 23rd. A Japanese Coast Guard airplane saw him on November 25th, somewhere 800 kilometers offshore over the Pacific Ocean. But after that, he was never seen again. And then in uh, 2000... you neglected to say this. uh, this, The first guy? Yeah. Larry Walters? Yeah, yeah. Lawn chair Larry. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You um, attach the balloons to a lawn chair. In 2008, a Roman Catholic priest in Brazil uh, used uh, a thousand balloons uh, to lift up. And uh, he was, uh, he died. They found his body three months later. Uh, so be careful. Uh, you know, it seems like a funny idea. It seems like something you see in cartoons a million times, but it's either not going to work or it is going to work. Yeah. Or you'll have an adventure if you're an old man. Oh, right. And on up. Well, he attached it to his home. Look, yeah. It, that's a different story. You want to attach some balloons to your home? Yeah. Go nuts. What's everybody, the worst that happen? Everybody's like, oh, what a beautiful movie Up is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first five minutes, everybody's yeah. like, and then the rest of it's just like a kid's adventure movie. Yeah. I like, it's okay. Ed I, Asner's in it. I liked uh, the dog that could talk with the- uh, Doug. Collar, yeah. 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 He's uh, got his own Disney Plus series. Oh, stuff. does he? Yeah. Oh, I might have to tune into that. Yeah. Is it is it no, like dark and gritty? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Um. D- yeah, Doug's seen a lot of shit in his day. I'm sure. He went up in that balloon, right? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I didn't yeah, really I think they that. found him later. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Tom, I feel like we didn't scratch the surface of balloons. Should these episodes be longer? No. Okay. It shouldn't good. be any yeah, longer. What do you fair. mean we didn't scratch the surface of balloons? 
You scratch the surface, then you're going to pop that balloon. I know, and I'll get immense sexual pleasure from it. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.